0: But we are rolling. Oh, so we're live. Yeah, this is the uh, the uh, debut first episode, if you want to call it. that. Uh, yeah, pilot. We're
1: pilots. And it's gonna crash. Yep. Yeah. So I guess we're kind of gonna just talk about comic books today. Uh, what got you into comics? Mm What? That's hard to like. What got like as a I I mean I think anybody just kind of falls in love with like the the just the image of it right you you just like a superhero you don't necessarily have to read Spider Man to like Spider Man right he's cool he looks cool you and easily understood without reading any stories about him so I was that, pretty
0: much born in a cape. <laughs> I think pretty much right out of the womb, I had a cape and, and Superman underoos. That's like all I wore for probably the first four to six years of my life. It was
1: Ninja Turtles for me. Like growing up, it was Ninja Turtles and like cartoons, right? And then like, so and then obviously I loved Spider-Man and what like got me into like comics was like Spider-Man. So then I, I love Spider-Man and then I'm, uh, my grandfather, uh, on my real father's side, I would go to visit him. He was kind of an asshole. But he had these Moon Knight and Spider-Man graphic novels, like hardback graphic novels um, from that were like the original runs. So that was like kind of my introduction to actually reading comics, was like original runs of Spider-Man and Moon Knight. It um, was,
0: was an early entry for me when I actually started reading actual comic books. So, when that was like in the er, mid-early 90s, and uh, it was like coming home from a paper route using the money I used from a paper route to go buy Spider-Man comic books at the, at the local comic book store. Oh, yeah. So that's, I see, an, I,
1: I don't think I actually ever went to a comic store until I was older. Like, most of my comics came from, you know, the grocery store or like newsstand editions you know yeah. and then so like I was reading comics pretty young but not like like super into one like later on you know when you get to like the big story arcs and stuff like in the 80s and 90s and what got me was um I have it right here hold on I can find the issue but it was the age of apocalypse um, you know the X Men run. Yeah. Uh, it was like in '95 and '6. Um. But I picked up a an issue of uh, X Men here. Hold on, I'm scrolling through here.
0: My first story arc that I remember was was Spider Man and uh, the abs no not absolute Ultimate Carnage. Or the is that was am I doing the right name early '90s where you had uh
1: Max Max Mac- Carnage.
0: Yeah, Maximum Carnage 12 mm-hmm. series. Yeah, well, it, I think that's kind of what they were...
1: Was sort of a Maximum Carnage, or maybe not, with that new movie.
0: You have seen this, the yeah. second Venom yet? Yeah, yeah,
1: I watched it last week.
0: A little bit, I haven't read the Maximum Carnage probably since I was, you know, a teenager. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't recall what happened, Um But I read a lot of the Cates recently, and I can tell that Mm -hmm. they're starting to plant the seeds for some very larger uh, things. Spoiler, fast Uh,
1: forward. Spoiler alert. They brought him into the MCU, which is like, for me, like whatever they did in that movie, because it was kind of like whatever for me. It wasn't like the greatest thing ever. Um, But for me, it's like, what happens with the character and that it's like merging and going to where it belongs with Spider-Man. So
0: Absolutely, yeah. To see it kind of join the MCU was, was definitely the best part. I thought it was good, just a good action movie, all in all, mm-hmm. Um that, you know, it was entertaining. I enjoyed the whole thing. All right,
1: so I found... found the book. It was Amazing X-Men uh number four. So it's like the near the end I, like I caught this book right and I don't even remember how I got it Um, but I read this thing and like it completely blew my fucking mind and like I spent the rest of my life into my 30s uh, you know collecting the entire run and I finally have it all now and there was like more to it than I ever thought there was so that was like kind of a culmination thing for me. So I'm going to end up when it's safe to grade again, and you're going to get it back in a reasonable amount of time. I want to get that one graded just for like sentimental reasons. And we're going to have like a whole conversation, uh, on another episode about the whole grading thing. But, um, yeah, so I don't want to get, like, too far into that.
0: Yeah. So who's your favorite villain? <clears throat> Apocalypse. Apocalypse. That's, like...
1: He has to be it. Because, I mean, that's my favorite. Ron, he's always been my favorite.
0: What did you think of him in the movie? Mm, uh, you know, it's... I know the X-Men movie is often... Uh, I, I
1: made a... I made... Me and Nike were talking about this one time. And, uh, it's, like, the X-Men movies in general for me. It's, like they did their best to correct course on all that. It's like, but if you build a house on a crooked foundation, you get a crooked house no matter what you do. Or I mean, that's kind of the, that's not necessarily true, but like you get what I'm saying. Like Mm -hmm. it's like they, they did their best to correct. And like, I think they did a fairly decent job with all that.
0: I don't think they realized what could be done with a comic book Franchise, well, yeah, they were breaking the ground,
1: sort of. I mean, Blade had already kind of showed everyone what a really good comic book movie could be Mm -hmm. at that point. Um, that wasn't as big of a box office, uh, well, no, I mean, I think it's bigger now than it was. I mean, I don't know, is it?
0: I thought it wasn't
1: like huge, right? Like you're saying, it's not like a Spider Man. Or, or like you said, X Men. Like it's more they like weren't
0: cult classic, right? If, if, if that can even Excuse is valid me. anymore, right? There, there is no underground, right?
1: Not with the, yeah, I don't think so anymore. It's like when I say that I like the independent titles that are coming out nowadays. It's like, they're, are they independent? Yeah, how not independent really, that, is image comics yeah, not really anymore
0: yeah. right but you, you got to be big in order to make money in that in that kind of industry uh but yeah, yeah but they're still not the big two. i guess that's the, the the
1: big thing they do though is like give opportunity you know to uh, creators And artists so they can get their story out there and not just be drawing Spider-Man or the next X-Men or whatever. You know, those same old titles, which I still enjoy. Like uh, some of my favorite titles that I'm reading right now are DC titles. But, you know, Suicide Squad, Swamp Thing, all that stuff. And it's all kind of tying together, too. So that's really sweet.
0: Do you follow authors as or artists as well as just uh, heroes?
1: I mean Todd Todd McFarlane. I don't get try not to get too caught up in that. I just try to enjoy uh, stories. You know what I mean. What catches me like uh, story wise. Um, that's more important to me than like what the book looks like because uh, a book can look like shit. And still be amazing, like, if you, you know what I mean, if you have the right story and writing to it. Time before time. Uh, right. Well, <laughs> have you ever, like, like one that punch man, the
0: what? The book Time Before Time. Hmm. I don't know. The art, the art's mediocre. The story's pretty good, though. Time travel book. Mm. Oh, no. This is the newest one? Yeah. All right. But yeah, the art and it's kind of blah, but the story's pretty, pretty good. I've seen worse. I've seen much worse.
1: This is not all that bad. All right. So what what about you? What's your favorite villain?
0: So I almost want to go with Venom, but Mm. I like Venom as a hero better than I do a villain. Right. Or that transformation from... Mm -hmm. That's what I enjoy about about that character. I think Venom as a villain was a crappy one. Um, I think his reasons for his beef against Spider-Man are pretty darn weak, but as far as villains, I almost got to go his with beef f- against Spider-Man. Yeah. Why? Because he's like, Oh, you, so Eddie Brock wrote a story and, and, uh, accused this guy of, uh, I think murder or something like that. And he got the wrong guy. Mm-hmm. Peter Parker then and Spider-Man called him out and Eddie got fired and lost his job and lost his career. So all of a sudden that's Peter Parker's fault mm-hmm. for him being well yeah but
1: like yeah that sucks but like you got to think about it like so on top of that so he hates Peter probably irrationally he brought it on himself right but still he he hates him and then so the symbiote comes along who hates spider or Peter yeah. as well
0: and then that that and feeds like, into
1: and the... so and like when you put on or when the symbiote attaches it bring it uh boosts your your attributes it's like being drunk uh, right but that that hate is like uh tenfold now you know what i mean and they both hate him so they're like feeding each other mm-hmm. with that so like i don't know if that's
0: weak as far as villains though as, as far as villainy and like i always have to go with the joker i know it's a safe it's mm-hmm. almost too safe mm-hmm. but Some of those critical moments where, because it's there's a there's a grain of it that's that's rational Mm -hmm. that makes sense in its own twisted way. Um, The chaos,
1: you know, know, it doesn't have to make sense. And that, like, makes it more
0: real. There's there's, there's something human about it, you know, Mm -hmm. or like not trusting people or or. Or whatever there's there's a little grain in that in that madness mm. you know it's almost like a blow a broken clock you know that one time of the hour where it actually like it makes complete sense right and, and just that component of it which makes it just you know makes it real makes it a human element um, and I think the other important part of villains is that they're actually there for the hero to grow mm. without the conflicts, you wouldn't have a hero
1: well, that's like uh, Carnage. I think is uh, really similar to the Joker in that way. Is like they that's what I kind of didn't like about that movie. Is like they had Shriek in there, and he had to have like motivation. Like, why does he need motivation? He's a lunatic. Like, let him
0: go on a rampage. I think that's their t- they're teeing up absolute carnage. I well, fair enough. Which, which then uh, goes uh, into null and goes into the the symbi- planet symbiote the symbiotic planet when do you th- okay. okay which is like I'd say that's like four movies away if it, right okay that pretty. was what
1: I was gonna ask you is like where do you think Venom shows up uh, when does he show up I think in the, it's in, in the, the movie I think in it's MCU. in the next movie yeah
0: um, I would bet it, in just like uh, <laughs> one hand helping the other we're gonna see Venom in the post Credit scenes of of mm. Spider Man. That'll probably be it.
1: I don't even. I, I think it'll be before that. I think he'll just be like kind of in like a little cameo. I bet Eddie somewhere.
0: would be. Yeah, yeah. I could see Eddie walking at that walk. You know, like a, it depends how
1: they're jumping through the multiverse, right? Are they just like, will will Peter be jumping through into other people's universes, or will everything just kind of be merging together? I kind of feel like it'll be that is, like, that's kind of what happened at the end there, is, like, it merged. And then... Like, he was still in the same room, but the room was different. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, like, did the universe's merge or did he just jump over? Like, what happened there? And, like, what event, like, caused all that? Was it the...
0: Wasn't the trailer saying he was trying to get out of Mysterio's backup plan that told the world who well, he yeah. was? Well,
1: yeah. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. Is it like the, what happens in Spider-Man that caused that? Or is it like what happened in Loki? Or is it what happened in like, you know what I mean? Or is it like, a, are all these things happening at the same time? Because it kind of, in Loki, at the end, it kind of made it sound like... Uh, like um, like so, like it was happening. Like that event was happening at the same time as like what happened at, in Wandavision. It it's be. like when when he was like oh, like when he was when he hit the point where he couldn't see. Like he hadn't seen what would happen. You know what I'm talking about? Like at the
0: and and with how they've treated Black Widow, we know that they have no problem jumping around in the timeline as well.
1: Right. I think it'll be probably a combination of all that. But I do think, yeah, we're going to end up seeing Venom. And, like, Venom, with I, that would be sweet if it was just, like, a quick little thing. And he goes, oh, and he sees, like, Spider-Man's spider on his chest and decides to have one, too. <laughs> so we get, like, you know what I mean? Like, like he was talking about where he's like, oh, I need a mask and a cape. You know? And he's like, oh, I think he got that covered already. But anyway, so like back to comics, like, like just straight up, what's your favorite book to read right now?
0: Uh, that's, that's tough. Um, you got a couple, there's a few, something is killing the children's up there for sure. Yeah, that's good. Um, department of truth was there for a while, but I've, it's kind of fallen off a little bit. Just. Just because it's so dense, I've put it off until I've had enough brain cells to go through it through something like dense. I don't... Like the big... Like once it gets into Bigfoot. Well,
1: okay. So, tell me about what this is. What is this Department of Truth?
0: You've never read Department of Truth? No. So... so yeah, I'm just kind of... It's, it's very X-Files-ish. Um, so, if enough people believe in something, like the world is flat... Hmm. It actually manifests and becomes, and the world is flat itself. So there's a government clandestine operation, the Department of Truth, that goes in and corrects it. So it actually, be, the world becomes how it actually is, or as how they perceive it. Or they correct it. it. Yeah. So that's how it works. And uh, the latest one's on Bigfoot, and there's just three or four pages of pages. That's just a letter, a letter, a letter. So it's very word dense um i very much mm. i do follow authors very um just because more of a literary bra- background myself so that's right. what i'm I, I train to do mm. and he's one of them um and he i he could easily have turned that into a novel and it could be i think mm. pretty valid like and I, and uh like, the, Watch- like the watchman like the
1: I've never. In that way, you never read the. Are you not going to say that? Are you? Gonna,
0: I haven't read that. I've seen. I've seen oh, the movies.
1: Wow. You, you need first. You should definitely read that. It's like really, really good. And you, you're you're selling yourself short here, buddy. Not reading uh, the Watchmen, but anyway. So I mean that sounds. Interesting.
0: Lemire's um, doing some good stuff too with um Maze May's, May's book. I have no memory. <laughs> so out of body is a good one. Out of do astral projects. That guy's so you're trying reading to steal like some soul.
1: Some, you're reading some stuff that I haven't even heard of. that's uh impressive. I
0: tend, I tend to go I'm surprisingly like the horror. Books more than I thought I would. I don't like horror movies, right? I'm the same but, way. Like Silver Coin, yeah, that shit's really good. Or uh Nice House on the Lake, yeah. No, well, another Timmy, uh, I can't uh, stop talking. I, um, don't,
1: uh, I don't think I've read that one, but,
0: but um, pick that up as a as a graphic novel. And again, a very dense, well put together, or orchestrated. Well, that's
1: what I'm talking about. As far as like something like that for me, like is ideal like you know what i mean like it can be drawn like crap but if you have if you're that detailed on the writing because i read a lot of like novels in general and listen to a lot of audiobooks, i have a lot of um fantasy shit that i'm reading fiction uh series like all the time i'm into like three ongoing series right now that we're like constantly waiting uh you know on the next book which in that, it's like in comics, like you might get a couple months' wait in between books on here at most. Like, uh, when it comes to novels, man, like some of these books are it takes like some years in between, and like the whole time, like, uh, but me and a buddy of mine are reading uh, Brandon Sanderson. I don't know if you've ever heard of him, like, if not, we'll have to do a whole one-on, just, like, novels. Like, a mysterious straight, buddy. Like, it's fucking awesome. He writes some really good shit that's, uh... similar to the MCU in the way that you can, like, go and, like, read one of his series mm-hmm. and, like, enjoy it and be cool with that. But I doubt it because you're gonna want to know more, right? So it's, like, he has these standalone stories... But they all tie together in this overarching universe um, with an overarching story and are now starting to cross over onto each other. So it's like a really, really great. Uh, it's called the Cosmere. I'll talk about it uh, some other time. But like, um, shit like that is just great to me because, like, a uh, deep, well written story is way more important than, than how it looks, in my
0: opinion. So what books are you reading? Comic books are
1: you are, um, is on your hot hot list. Well, you mentioned a couple of them: uh, Silver Coin, obviously. That uh, I don't know if you're reading Last Ronin, uh, yeah, Ninja Turtle series.
0: I've been I've been wait. I'm waiting until I get all of them so I can read it all at once. Oh because... yeah,
1: yeah. I do that with some some too. I'm doing that with the Immortal Hulk. I, I've been buying them. I just haven't read any of it because I want to. Just, like, push through that one. It just seems really, really good. Yeah. So, and I hate waiting. That's, like, if I really... That's, like, the worst thing about buying comics as they come out. It's, like, if if something's really good what, you got like 10 minutes that you're sitting there reading this book and then it's over and you're like,
0: oh, fuck, next week. Or like, you know. I always keep the previous months next to it because I always have to at least flip through it. Like, all right. Because I wish mm. they Re- would... Remind yourself. I wish they had a previously on page for some yeah. comics, right? Yeah. They used to do that in some of the older ones. That or, would or be good. even some of the Marvel. I've seen like, you know, with the popular like Amazing Spider-Man or something. They'll... Well,
1: and that's kind of the thing. Like if you're, if you're okay, let's say like. You're somebody who only reads a couple of titles, and I'm sure you're out there. But, typically, the people that I know, <laughs> we buy way too many comics, and probably more series than we're actually interested in. Me, especially, I buy a ton of, like, books that I, like, the story's interesting to me, but not, like, oh, it's not, like, sticking, you know what I mean? And then... I do that a lot, just as, like, feelers, and I'll buy, like, the first few, and, like, if it's not clicking, then or if I forget about it, obviously it's not that important, and I'll cut that sub, but, like, I guess my point is, is, like, buying as many comics as we do, It's especially, like, this week, we were gonna talk about, like, up-and-coming stuff, right, but it's hard, because, uh, Something went down at the shop, and like they their subscri- mm-hmm. like all their their shipments got delayed for what like five weeks. So we got like monster stacks waiting on us, and that like makes for a hefty bill on. <laughs> like, you know.
0: Yeah, and I would hate to see what the impact on uh, the comic book stores, you know, cash flow was for that past month was probably kind of gut wrenching.
1: Yeah, f- probably. Probably, yeah, but um, I mean i still like I kind of stopped going in to just let it like build up because I was like going in and I'd get like two or three books, and it's like, yeah,
0: the weird thing is is I stopped reading comics, like I still have like back issues or graphic novels or even like digital comics that I've been reading, and I just stopped when. Like, when when, like recently? when I did when they weren't getting new comics in every week, it, it stopped becoming, oh, what's new? What's coming out? What's happening next? Oh,
1: so you were, like, less concerned about it. And huh? it just
0: kind of took more and more of a back burner each time. Mm-hmm. I and feel that. I it, feel that because I... just adjusting to life without weekly comics.
1: Right. Well, not, I feel that because, either. like, I went away a month probably without reading anything now that you mention it, like, I finally, like, you got your box of, like, books that you still need to read over here, I got one next to my bed, that, it's a short box, and it was almost full, I had to, like, go, okay, I had to, like, I looked at it, like, I was like, okay, if you're gonna be buying these, we need to be reading them, right, so, I like made myself sit one day and just like go through everything. And then it reminds you again, like, why you buy them in the first place. Cause you're like, oh, yeah, this story fucking kicks ass.
0: I think there's a lot of good elements that I think I really want in a comic. Um, one is it just, it's just fun. It's like I, I saw actually, it was, uh, you know, the, the Todd father interview saying what mm. he was talking about what makes a great the cover Toddfather. is you look at it. This, okay, this is gonna eliminate, you know, the female part of the origin. But what was it like, you know, it, that excitement of being that fourteen-year-old boy? like the comic book, yeah, mm. you know, and that, and, and you know, that that, uh, the machismo, or that just that energy, is is part of it. And you know, some action, art, and and a great story to kind of drive drive it all together. And I think it needs. I think that, that's a together. good way
1: to go with the car- like so that reminds me of like a interview or like a, I th- i think it was a that image uh documentary I can't remember what it was on I'm very, very uh, hearing about that but uh Amazon prime maybe anyway um and he was just talking about like the way he would draw a comic and you're like talking about uh, like a great cover and he he was like you got to have those um big moments um so so he would like if you go back and look at like spawn when he was drawing it initially like he would um hit the smaller panels or like the stuff leading up to like he would have like these big uh so he the way he would write it is like it's slow, it's slow, it's slow, and it's like less detail in those smaller panels. But then you get the really big ones when something really big. You get like Violator on the in the panel, and it's a whole page, and it's really detailed and badass looking. Yeah. But the, like the but the stuff leading up maybe less detailed, a little a little more that, dull. Crescendo, right? And he, he's like, you get he said um, something along the lines of like if I can get three or four of those moments in a book he's like then I did my job it's like you don't have to like have fucking amazing detail on every single panel it's like write good write good story less detail in the like the dull slower parts and then when something big happens pow and then it's in your face
0: that's true dynamics and I like talk about even more music analogies and like a guitar solo or even songs. Mm. If it's all just blasting high, high yeah high in, yep. the whole time, it's, you know, going to become noise. You want that, that, that bounce, that, build up. that beat, yep. to the kind Back of dance forth. to it or, you know, to grow, they, they get that groove. Well, that's why you have a, a chorus
1: and a, like a, or a, you know what I mean? It's like, and comics it's, need the same it's, thing. It's doing the same exact uh, same exact thing there
0: a really good comic will balance not only this the written word but the image together right um like was, I, one of my favorites we were just talking about uh or a little before was uh like Gideon Falls mm. um and he does a Lemire does a really good job with the artist they're, they're one unit there's some there's some comics you read it's like they're separate. They're not. It's not like one mind working together, but a really good artist, author team, oh can yeah, pull that together. and, and oh, it yeah. and, and, and brings it to life.
1: Absolutely. Um, well, that's like uh, indicative of like yeah, like the Image days or like even before that when they were all still working at Marvel and um, writing these incredible stories, and it's like. That was, like, the heyday of, like, great writer, great artist. You know what I mean? Like, when, um, like, the Phoenix Saga. Great example. It's, like, great art, great writing, and it all comes together. And it's, like, one of the most iconic stories in comics, like, period. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that, like, started it all. With, like, before that... um, the stories weren't, like, going into, like, the personal lives of, like, heroes, right? You're just fighting bad guys, and then they, you know, off-page go home. But, like, you get into those stories, and it's like, oh, it was, you know, you're getting into their, like, personal lives, and it's more, it's, it, then like we were talking about, it gets more real that way. And, like, better writing is, like, when you can relate. And, that like, that... To me, is like for a good villain, like, for example, like from what I've noticed, in like the MCU, especially, like movies. Period. Like, be, uh, comic book movies. Period. The best ones are the ones with villains that you can relate to.
0: Magneto, yeah, the original X Men, yeah. Or, I mean, most of, I mean, yeah. think to enjoy the x-men movies to go back to it is you gotta take each one in its own thing and stop trying to connect it to anything else just like a, you know like the movie like uh, a really big movie buff i knew said that the movie was a was a perfect medium because one movie would contain everything you'd need in its one piece in its whole
1: Mm -hmm.
0: so i think like the x-men when they made it that's that's was their mentality. That's the world they lived in. Mm. They weren't then thinking, "Hey, if we make enough money, we'll make a sequel and figure it out then." Right, and that's right, and that's I think all the continuity issues. Well, we that's see almost
1: yeah. I mean, that's what it is, right? Is like they just they weren't worried about like pleasing the fans with an X Men movie. <laughs> they were worried about making. Well, money. let's
0: make some money here. Well, you got it, right? and it's not a bad thing. I think. It's easy to say, oh, they're trying to make of course they are. There's nothing wrong with that. But there's no,
1: but I think we've learned like over the years that like with not just MCU but like Star Wars. It's like look at the recent trilogy, right? I mean made made
0: a long time to happen.
1: Well, not only that, but then you compare the trilogy to The Mandalorian. And you can just tell the difference between what was made by, like, people that really, really, really love Star Wars that were, like, you know what I mean? People, the, the directors that were into making The Mandalorian were much more in tune with the finer details of what Star Wars, what makes it great, right? And what people love about it. And like those small details are all over it. And I'm not, that's not to say that, like, I know that a lot of people think you can just tell the stark difference between, like, love when it's made with love and when it's not. It's like when your mom makes cookies. You know what I mean? I think, as as opposed to get them out of the pack, you know, they're better.
0: When you're analyzing the different Star Wars movies, looking at Mandalorian versus you know, one of the original three well, know, not a, n- or even even the original six that came out. It didn't have as, you know, Mandalorian had a rich history to pull from at that point in time to, to kind of pull all these pieces together and paint the picture that it did. Whereas, you know, some of the movies kind of had to v- venture out further into into space to kind of, you know, pull something off.
1: Well, they did they, though? It's like, because, I mean, they stuck with the tried and true Skywalker shit, and then it didn't work. I I enjoyed all of it. I I liked it. Don't get me wrong. I love Star Wars, like, to the end of time. I got it fucking tattooed all over my body. But, like, it's just, I think the direction, like, in the new trilogy, right? I liked where it started. Force Awakens was tight. I thought it was really good. Then the directors change. What the fuck is it? Uh, the Last Jedi? That movie, not great, right? Like the worst of the three. Like, can you? Would you agree with that?
0: Mm, I I don't know. I mean, right now, I honestly, I feel... right now, they all kind of kind of blur together a little bit. Right. I mean, and, and the Mandalorian oh, and the should. other ones I've I mean, seen. I mean,
1: they should. Like, really, if it's a cohesive story, it should kind of blend together. But, and like, I guess my point was, is, like, you can see where in the second movie the director didn't, like, quite see the the vision. And he, like, took it a I, direction that I don't think he meant to go initially. And then we get...
0: Well, what happened because... Carrie Fisher died. She. What do you okay? Princess, Princess I did get the other name right. Princess Leia. Yeah. Carrie, no. Yeah. She died. She died in the while they were filming it. I kind of wonder. Did she? Yeah, did she? No. Yes. And then they, they did like CGI computer stuff to kind of get her in those later movies. In the last movie, I, yeah. In that, the last movie, she. She, she was in the
1: middle of filming the last movie or something like that.
0: It, it was like when the first one came mm-hmm. out, she died like right after it came out. Or, or, or maybe the, maybe the, there was like the four, if you include oh, uh, to... Rogue, or um, the one where everyone dies. Which I thought was. A, Everyone dies. I thought that was actually a really good one. Rogue but, One? Rogue One, yeah. Yeah, that movie's the shit. Yeah, that was, I mean, it was, it was sad, but it, I think that was a. Everybody had
1: to die. They, they had to, because then, I mean.
0: Once you kind of realize what the story was and, like, oh, wait, I know. Yeah, we might we as this well have called mind. it
1: Suicide Squad, right? Yeah. Like, Still a badass movie. That Like, to save Star Wars. Or not save it, I guess. It's not in trouble. But, like, to keep, I think, to keep it fresh, they need to venture outside of all that. They need to go to, like, Old Republic. You know what I mean? They're, like, have you read any of the, like, novels? Like, at the EU, they used to call it. No, it's Legends.
0: No, I, I, I'm i pretty much stuck pretty close to the movies. Yeah. Um, or, or well, there was some video games, and...
1: too, that are uh, the Old Republic video games. And it was like an RPG. Pretty old. Then uh, they, they had like the an... The uh, the, Wii U. Oh, that's... No. Force. I mean, like on... Uh, it was like on computer. Mm-hmm. Old Republic. And then they had um, like an MMO one, too, I think. Like, wow. Mm. I don't know. how do we get on Star Wars? We're supposed to be talking about comic books. Mm, Star Wars has comics, too. <laughs> and, uh, you know what's funny? Uh, I've only ever read uh, that Darth Vader series. I've n- never actually really read much Star Wars comics.
0: Get a pile of them that I haven't read. The whole Bubba Fett uh, bounty hunter thing just got the last of that. Haven't read... <sighs> And the what do you New Republic, the bounty hunter ventures, or the the, the Bubba Fett where he, he loses Han Solo from when he takes Han Solo to Jabba. Oh, it's a comic, a comic book. series. The the fifth, the fifth and final installment just came out this week.
1: That sounds kind of good, though.
0: Yeah, now that I ha- and that's one I've been. It's like. Once you get, you know, I haven't read the first three. It's a series of five. Well, I might as well wait until I get all of them before I uh, Hmm. read
1: it. Well, maybe I should be reading that. It sounds pretty cool. When I was reading uh, the novels a lot, like there was like a (laughs) six-year run where all I did was read Star Wars. Like there was no other novels, right? Like I didn't read anything else. And that sounds a lot like one of those older stories, yeah. Like, where you know, like those th- that's what I'm getting at is like some of those, like, kind of like Rogue One, where it's that was a lot like one of the books. It's like not necessarily anybody you've ever heard of, you know, we're in the Star Wars universe. And it doesn't have to be that they're Jedi or any of that. Like, and it's good. You know what I mean? Like, those were some of my favorite books in the uh, EU or Legends or whatever. They had some other ones that were great, like the Bane Trilogy and stuff like that. I mean, I can show you some of that stuff. If you want to read it. Yeah got a lot to catch up on right now yeah as far as this podcast goes um just in general i think our goal is just to talk nerd shit we'll have some guests on from time to time just to get that third third point of view um yeah what uh you got anything else
0: I don't think we ever said who we were. I'm Mike. I'm Bill. Peace.